Hello and welcome to the Life Tools podcast. In school, we learned history and algebra, foreign languages and chemistry, but nobody taught us tools for life. How do we deal with self-doubt? What are beliefs and how do they influence us? How do we find ourselves when we feel lost? And how do we make a healthy decision? Many people learn these things much later in life, after three, four, even five decades of existence, and often the hard way. For a few, like myself, I had to learn them very early. I created this podcast to share with you the tools that have helped me greatly in my own life. They're small actions anybody can take that bring big results over time. Let's get to it. Hi everyone! This week's episode is a bit different as it is in the format of a personal essay. Here we go. I'm in my late teens and extremely introverted, spending lots of time alone in dim-lit rooms reading and journaling. My current obsession is paranormal psychology and the Conversations with God series. It's not material my family approves of. They want me to read the news. It seems like everyone around me wants me to read the news. It's supposed to be the mark of a good, abiding, intelligent citizen. We must keep abreast of what's going on in the world. And then we must be able to talk about these things in our circles. One day, after repeated encouragement from the people around me, I decide to comply. I think maybe they're right. It's true I don't know much about what's being broadcasted every night at 6 on TV. And apart from the president, the vice president, and some senators, I don't know the other politicians in my country. I also don't know the GDP of Brazil nor which Hollywood celebrity couple recently divorced. People tell me I live in a cave. So I commit to a new habit. Every day I read the daily papers, plus every issue of Time and Newsweek that comes in the mail. And I listen to the evening news when I can. I feel sophisticated and worldly. Two months go by. I decide to sit down and evaluate my new habit. I definitely know a lot more about quote-unquote current events, but I am not better as a person, and I definitely don't feel better. Learning about how much this company made or what that politician said doesn't contribute to my well-being in any way. It's not any different than memorizing historical facts that we then later forget. We don't learn from history, we learn about history. It makes me ask, what's the point? These past two months, I also learned about people getting stabbed and raped and an actor getting into a minor car accident, none of which I can do anything about. And the first two, I already knew they're happening anyway. The result? I feel powerless and depressed. I'm beginning to believe the world is dangerous and I better not leave the house or I could get raped. To be honest, I feel like the quality of my life has just gone way down. At least when I was reading paranormal psychology and spiritual self-help, I overcame my fear of death and felt more connected to humanity. Now I just feel like I'm living as a nobody in a cruel jungle and I could get squashed to death any moment with my entrails hanging out. I can't go on like this. It's not good for my mental health and it's not making me a better person. And if I'm not a better person, and everybody isn't a better person from taking in all this stuff, then the world is not better. Fast forward to today. It's been ages since I last watched TV or listened to the news deliberately. Maybe more than a decade even. 
I might not know the details of the most recent political fiasco or which celebrity wore a $2 million dress to the Emmys, but I feel much more inner peace. And if something is important, people will talk about it anyway, so I will hear about it. Unless it's an issue I can do something about, I don't need to know the details. The years following that two-month experiment, while other people watched, debated, and complained about what was in the news, I read books to help me overcome my anxiety, to lift me out of my depression, to help me heal from compulsive overeating, to give me hope about living with a chronic disease, to understand what was going on inside me when I felt hatred for someone, to help me get out of victim mentality and to teach myself to deal with regret and anger in a healthier way. Today, I am convinced I did right to stop following the news. Having worked a ton on my insecurities, I no longer feel the need to criticize others so I can feel superior. Now that I like myself, I like other people too. I am much kinder. Now that I understand suppressed emotions, I'm no longer a compulsive overeater. And I am more understanding of other people's emotions, especially children's. Now that I don't feel powerless, I am much more proactive than reactive. Now that I don't feel small, I'm making more conscious choices in my daily life. And in my work with children and language students, I know that every second I spend with them could either contribute to their well-being or to their detriment. When I am patient, when I operate from the belief that they are good, when I am curious instead of judgmental, when I express genuine caring than hostility, they bloom. Yes, there is evil in the world, there are crimes, but there's kindness everywhere as well. Two years ago, a Romanian doctor here in France practically saved me from going blind without charging me a single cent. I will be eternally grateful to her. Yet, she's not on the news. I spent the second half of 2020 in Paris, in the democratic school that a guy named Ramin Farhangi built. I got to see how children who go there recover from severe trauma to become healthy, happy, loving adults. In my eyes, Ramin and the three women currently managing the school are heroes. They're not on the news. Our organic farmer friend Olivier is committed to producing high-quality food while respecting the planet. His salad greens are the tastiest I've ever eaten. Olivier is not on the news. Why do we call what's on the news current events? Current means happening in the present. I see kindness every single day around me. This is current events too. The platforms have changed, but the general material remains the same. Much of what we call news is just sensationalized information. Information that covers a tiny part of the totality of what's happening in the world. There are people creating movements for a better tomorrow. Why don't we follow these people, emulate them, join forces with them so we are actually on the side of the solution and not the problem? Between listening to the ever-increasing numbers of infections from the coronavirus and watching Lauren Singer on YouTube teach people how to live a low-waste, low-tox life, I'd rather watch Lauren Singer. At least, she's giving me something concrete I can take action on. And living low-tox is actually going to improve my health. Knowing the exact number of COVID infections won't change my or anybody else's life. We already know this virus exists, and we've been advised what to do to protect ourselves and other people. Following the numbers and the debates every single day is extra information I don't need. 
As for other ways of staying safe, I know to be vigilant when I go out, to be careful of scams online, to not walk in seedy areas late at night. This is basic knowledge, and mostly a lot of common sense. To end this, I invite you to ask yourselves three questions regarding what you're feeding your mind. Number one, is this within my circle of control? Two, what value is this adding to my life? Three, what is the best thing I can do to contribute to the solution and not to the problem? That's it for this week. If you found this helpful, do share it and consider writing a positive review on iTunes. Tune in again next week for another episode of the Life Tools podcast. Thank you for listening. Bye.